Oh, are we doing a better unto Jesus? Let's put our hands together. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, You are at the right place. Oh, no. Turn to your neighbor. I mean, there's a distance so you can catch COVID. Turn to your neighbor and say, You are at the right place at the right time. Do you believe that? Do you believe Jesus is here this morning to speak to your heart? Uh, I want to also take this opportunity to encourage you. Uh, the COVID isn't gone. I've seen that Ghanaians as we are, we relax in everything we do. Please don't relax in the protocols. Hallelujah. Uh, we don't know, but the speculation going on even tells us that one great man of our land passed away in some sense because of COVID. Please, let's not take the COVID for granted. So when you are coming to church, uh, we can't do much about it, but I would entreat you to wear your nose marks. Are we on the same track? So if you have your nose marks with you, please put it on. Uh, within a short time, we'll finish and then you can leave. All right. This morning, we are privileged to have a very great man of God. Uh, he's somebody I've known for years. I have tutored for years. And uh, one of my unique sons that the Lord helped me to disciple. Uh, he's a big man now and sometimes i look at him but he's not giving me money to eat that's the only problem i have i've trained this boy to become the general administrator of the four square gospel church the whole of four square gospel church and uh, and you know four square is an old church and uh, he's a general administrator there and he's also the assistant pastor at the Mataiko Foursquare Gospel Branch of the church and that is where the head office is and this morning we are privileged to have such a great man here uh, he's married uh, with a wonderful woman who has been in the banking industry for years uh, with four children I mean competing with me too so uh, you can see that he has my genes hallelujah this morning let's welcome to the podium my friend and brother and son Emmanuel Tete. Let's welcome him. Would you please rise to welcome him? God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, shall we please take our seats? I must say I'm excited to be here this morning. I trust that our few minutes together, the Lord will bless each and every one of us. Amen. I must say I'm excited and also feel very privileged to be here. Pastor Prince, I think I met him about um, almost 17 years ago. And our relationship has been awesome. I've gotten to times in my life where I had to take decisions which I had no idea or no clue about. 
and anytime at all I run to him anything he tells me to do I do it because over the years his advice has always come out to be something that has been tried and tested and I can say that by the special grace of God he plays a very key role in my life and his advice and counsel has been very helpful when I go to him and he tells me what to do I don't think about it because I know the Lord is with him and the Lord uses him to be a blessing to me and I know you guys are so blessed to have him as your pastor I want you to cherish him I want you to be there for him and I want especially the young people get close and receive mentorship from him for 17 years I have been a beneficiary of his grace of the grace of God over his life and I can tell you that the man is loaded and the man is deep I'm a bit under pressure this morning because if you have your father sitting right in front of you for you to preach and not only a father but he's a theologian as well so I want you to be praying with me so that I will receive a pass mark today Amen <laughs> so let's put our hands together for the Lord This morning he informed me that as a church you are looking at discipleship so I prepared something in line with that hallelujah so my main objective here is to help you for you to be strengthened in your relationship with God hallelujah so I have come here to add and to let you know that when we develop a very good relationship with God we become an expression of God's grace an expression of God's glory and this morning I'm trusting the Lord that he will help us to understand some few things amen okay so I want us to look at um, a scripture in the book of first Kings first Kings chapter 18 I'm reading from verse 41 through to verse 45 the title of my sermon this morning is that you will get there somebody say I will get there if you are there just give me a wave so we can all read together okay I'm seeing some few hands first Kings chapter 18 we are reading from verse 41 through to 45 okay shall we all read together and Elijah said to Ahab, Go eat and drink, for there is the sound of a heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink. But Elijah climbed to the top of Camel, bent down to the ground, and put his face between his knees. Verse 43. Go and look over the sea. And he told his servant, and he went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said seven times Elijah said go back verse 44 the seventh time the servant reported a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea so Elijah said go and tell Ahab hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you verse 45 meanwhile the sky grew black with clouds 
and wind the wind rose and a heavy rain started falling and Ahab rode up to Jezreel hallelujah the title of my sermon this morning as I've told you is that you will get there somebody say I will get there I will get there I will get there amen this I want to give a background to the portion of the scripture we just read Israel got to a point in their lives when they got themselves entangled in idolatry they were serving a strange God so God then gets upset and God speaks to Elijah and tells Elijah go and tell them that I'm going to shut the heavens so Elijah then goes to the king and said King Ahab for this thing you guys have done God is upset with you there is not going to be rain hallelujah so for a period there was no rain and so Elijah then comes to the king again and tells king king I hear abundance of rain in other words the heavens have been opened now so you will see rain hallelujah I want to look at this scripture looking at four things that we need to do as believers in order for us to experience the hand of the Lord in our lives amen four things we need to do as believers for us to get there the first thing that Elijah did was that he went and prophesied to the king and said king even though there hasn't been rain I have come to tell you that I hear abundance of rain Elijah went and gave the king a word of prophecy he told the king the mind of God hallelujah in your life as a child of God there is one thing you need to understand that a time has come in your life you must look at your life and prophesy over your life amen so the first one is prophecy you must prophesy over your life regardless of the circumstances that is prevailing around your life you must have the courage for you to look at that same situation that same circumstance and tell that same circumstance i hear abundance of rain even though it may not look like it but as you declare so shall it be somebody say so should i just prophesy anything we all know that the basis of any prophecy is the word of god any prophecy that is contrary to the word of god is no prophecy amen so as a child of god you must know the foundation which is the word of god for you to prophesy so opening your mouth to say things without being knowledgeable about the word of god does not put you in a position for you to align yourself for god to bless your life so no matter the kind of you know schedule you have as a child of god you must make time to know the basis on which you must prophesy over your life over that situation over everything that concerns your life because elijah had a constant relationship with god he heard from god your knowledge in the word will help you to know the mind of god concerning that situation so that you can speak it hallelujah 
so as a child of god it's so important that you must make time and study know your word unfortunately in our christianity today we are so gullible and so we are not struggling to see who is a genuine man of god and who is not but if we are very good students of the word we won't struggle at all because by their fruit we will know hallelujah so if somebody is preaching on tv it is not because he has the money to go and preach but you knowing your word as you sit down and watch what he's saying and listen to the things he's saying you'll be able to know whether the guy is shallow or is deep amen so the first is prophecy believers we must know our word we must spend time and get to know God's word because the basis of look for everything God wants to do he wouldn't do it outside his word can I tell you something prophecy is a subset of the word so why would you waste your time on a subset if you can have the original if you can have the bigger one because every prophecy is going to be an element of the word so if you are a carrier of the word prophecy is normal your life itself becomes a prophecy you don't struggle moving from one prophet to the other because you want to hear what God is saying God is already speaking to you in his word so your deeper understanding of the word even though the situation is calling for you to start moving from one prophetic meeting to the other you will still stand strong because you know God's word and no matter the challenge no matter the difficulty God's word will still come to pass hallelujah then the next thing the bible said that after elijah prophesied to the king he didn't go to sleep he went to the mount of camp and he put his head in between his thighs and he began that was a gesture of prayer he began to pray believers are handed over prayer to men of god to pray for them god is not interested in becoming or having a third party relationship with god he is not interested in having a third party relationship with you he wants a direct so you don't go through a man of god for you to have that connection with god he wants direct come that is why he said come boldly mm. so he wants to hear you pray he wants to hear you speak to him hallelujah so if it's time for prayer meeting you must not be begged for you to come for prayer meeting if it's time for if the church declares we are going to have this number of days of fasting one week fasting and prayer that's not the time for you to start scratching yourself and say oh no if you know where you are going you don't wait for prayer meeting to be called before you pray hello am i saying some things here if you know where you are going if you know the things god has told you about your life and the kind of things he wants to use your life for you don't wait for pastor to declare fasting before you declare your own he gave the prophetic word but he realized that after every prophecy there is work to be done so he began to pray church i came to tell somebody we must enter into our closet and begin to pray regardless of the situation regardless of what you are going through regardless of the experiences that you are seeing or the evidence of the things you are seeing the one thing you must understand is that prayer plays a very key role it is good for you to prophesy and say big things 
I am the head, I'm not the tail. I am this, I am that, I am that. But after saying it, if you go and sleep, people will mock at you. They'll mock you. Oh, yes, because they'll tell you, you're always speaking big, you're talking big, you, are, you know. But meanwhile, in reality, it's not the same. But the power to make that reality is in the closet of prayer. Because when you enter there, that is when God begins to give you the power for you to overcome every challenge. So that you become what you have declared you want to be. Amen. I pray that may the Lord help us. I said may the Lord grant us grace that will rise up in prayer. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So after the prophecy, the man entered into the arena of prayer. And guess what? After prayer, something happened. Now Elijah had to go through the process before seeing the manifestation of the prophecy. Hallelujah. Somebody say process. What was the process? The process was simple. When he started praying, he called his servant. He said, my servant, look, go and look into the sky and see if you will see any sign of rain. And the servant went. He looked. And he came back. He said, prophet, there is no sign no. He said, go and look again. The servant went the second time. He looked again, came back, and said, prophet, still no sign. Go back again. The third time, he looked again. He came back and said, prophet, still no sign. I'm sure at that point, the servant was like, Oh, Odi and Nedia and Yeye into Jaina Yanko. And he went again a fourth time. He looked and looked very sternly just to see. Still no sign. In our lives, we go through that process where you have heard God, you have read in His Word concerning his plan and agenda for your life you are praying but still it looks like the situation is still the same fortunately for us what elijah did we do the opposite when we send to see if there is a sign after the first one there is no sign second one no sign third one no sign hallelujah it means that this thing that God has said it is for other people, it is not mine hallelujah this thing that God wants to do okay, let me just leave it in his hands in his own time, he will do it in his own way and we find that excuse to run away from going through the process that will definitely bring us the needed thoughts we are trusting God for. 
he went for the fifth time six time seven time then he comes back and look at what he tells the prophet he said oh prophet i see something as small as a, like a man's hand let's look at the description from the servant he said as small as he was trying to tell the prophet upon all your kaba kaba kobo kaba every day all night every day prayer meeting every day check 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 i'm expecting to see something big but i'm seeing something as small as a man's hand that was very discouraging he was expecting you know elijah to say oh okay and yeah what i told the king came out of my belly not my spirit but guess what when he made that declaration to elijah instead of it discouraging him because elijah knows the prophetic word he received from god he knows the knowledge he, he knows his knowledge in the word of god when the description that was negative came he overlooked it and interpreted it from the point of the scriptures hallelujah amen in this life we receive a lot of discouragement from people they will say negative things but the level of the word you have in you the level of assurance you have in the word of god concerning what god has said concerning your life will determine your response it will determine your response elijah could have given up looking at the description from his servant i'm sure the servant might have said that out of frustration because if you ask him to go well up and now up and now up and now the second time the seventh time he was expecting something big it's just as small as a man's hand hallelujah process somebody will say why did god have to allow elijah to go through that if it was not through that process god wouldn't have known that elijah can still trust him even when the evidence are contrary and that is the reason why for your information to all of us here god doesn't love you more than anybody if elijah had to go through the process if his son jesus had to go through the process if i had to go through the process if our pastor had to go through the process god will spare you the process amen god will do what spare you the process and the process is all around us maybe you are a singer you have come here because you believe you are pro you are very good people are telling you are extremely good immediately you enter everybody must hand over the microphone to you really uh-uh you must go through the process start serving at the back prove that you are loyal prove that you are committed prove yourself before the microphone can be handed over to you but what are we seeing we are in a generation everybody's in a hurry if i enter look look i'm i'm the leader of the you hope prayer warrior now god is revealing things to me and i'm telling people and they are confirming it therefore pastor you must give me the microphone really it is in the process that we will know how disciplined you are it is in the process that we will know how loyal you are 
it is in the process that we'll know how self you know how much of self-control you have it is in the process that we'll know if we can trust you hallelujah so god takes us through the process so that he can refine us in the process you can make mistakes and you will not your life will not be cut short as a result of those mistakes but when you hurriedly avoid the process and you jump that is when when you make mistake everybody is uh, you have messed it up hallelujah process process church this is one of the things that is 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 working against us you have been called into the ministry or you are part of a department in the church your leader is somebody who is far younger than you god intentionally made it that way so that you see how submissive you are hello god intentionally gave you a leader who will speak to you rudely work on that temper so at this point if i don't receive the response okay, because i don't step your nerves <laughs> hallelujah and it is all part of the process can you imagine? look it is in the process that frustration will stare at you in the face frustration is part of the package it's part if jesus himself was frustrated no how would you feel the man knew he the call of god over his life he knew what his life was about goes on a journey with his parents enters into a synagogue starts speaking to doctors and literature of religion discussing issues with them and all of them were looking at them and saying wow this guy and i'm sure they was enjoying it and as he was doing that his mother and father can say hey he had to leave them and go with his parents is that not frustrating oh oh it is not very frustrating he could have told them ah look this is the reason why i'm look i have been born this is the reason why i have come on this earth i must fulfill it but he had to leave because up to the time he's 30 there are some things he has to learn under his father his adopted father joseph and his mother mary so he had to go there and he said continue when the time came he, nobody could accuse him of anything because he had gone through the process church the process makes solid the process built up it builds us the process equips us to last when we get there so you avoid the process and it is like you and it makes you look like you are a car without a brake you are awaiting tragedy to happen and it cuts across everywhere in our businesses people start business and they are looking for shortcuts don't want to go through the process and build the thing and have the patience 
people have gotten punished, so I must also. He started a business within two years. He's having his own car. He's building a house. He's doing this. He's doing that. And so you are allowing that to put pressure on you. And you are avoiding the process. I came here to tell you that when you avoid the process, you limit the time of your longevity. Amen. Process. Process. And guess what? After the process, there will always be promotion. Mm. After the process, you will always become what you prophesied about. I said, after the process, you will see the manifestation of that which God has written concerning your life. After the after seventh king, he said, Oh, I see a cloud as small as a man's hand. Elijah said, And one and a pair. Go and tell the king that he should sit on his chariot and go. Because the rain that is coming. Did it rain? Yes, it did. What he said in the beginning, it came to pass. But he had to go through the process of declaring, prophesying, the first P, prayer, and then the promotion came. I came here to encourage you this morning that don't give up on that prophetic word over your life. That promise of God in his word concerning your life it will manifest but it will not just manifest it must go through the four P's after you prophesy you pray you go through the process and then the promotion will come God bless you this morning shall we rise up on our feet this morning I want you to pray for yourself and just ask God for some of us, we are at a stage where we would have to prophesy over the situation that is confronting us, over the situation we find ourselves. For some of us, we are in the we've got into the stage where we would have to intensify our prayer. For some of us, we are maybe in the stage of our process. And it is very frustrating, and you are looking at options that are available. But this morning, I want you to pray and ask God that God this morning grant me grace that no matter the challenging times I'm experiencing, I will still prophesy. No matter how difficult the situation has got into, I will still be a man of prayer. No matter how difficult that time of process is, 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 is becoming, I will still receive grace for me to still go through the process. Lord, release your grace upon my life. Open your mouth and begin to talk to God this morning. Open your mouth and talk to God. Just talk to Him. Just talk to Him. Just talk to Him this morning. Talk to Him this morning. Talk to Him this morning. Just talk to Him. Just talk to Him. Oh, yes, Lord. Lord, this morning, O oh God, we are praying. Grant us grace. Grace, O oh God. The 
our Lord will study your word to know your will and purpose concerning our lives. The Lord will spend time with you in prayer, O God. As part of the journey, you're going to see the manifestation of your will and purpose concerning our lives. Lord, grace, O God, that as we go through the process, we will not be tempted, O God, to find the easier way out. But we will go through it, O God. So that, Lord, as we go through it, you will work on us. You will make us a better people. You will make us a better people. You will make us a better people. We give you glory. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we bless you. Shall we lift up our two hands to God? Heavenly Father, we thank you. Lord, we pray for grace this morning. That Lord, you will still hold on. We will still trust you, O oh God. That everything you have said concerning our lives, Lord, it will still manifest in our lives. We give you glory. We thank you, O oh God, that for every need that is presented before your presence today, let your spirit take absolute control. Lord, them who are believing you, O oh God, for your for your for healing, O oh God, Lord, let your healing power touch them. Lord, for them who are believing you, O oh God, to for deliverance, O oh God, let that deliverance take place right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, for them who have gotten to that point where the only alternative is a miracle, Lord, let that miracle happen right now. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We thank you that any time at all we call upon you, you answer. And this morning, you have heard us. We bless you in Jesus' name. And everybody will say a big amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, give the Lord a clap of it. Look at your neighbor. No, look at your neighbor and say, I will prophesy. I will declare upon my life the goodness of the Lord. I will soak myself in the word of the Lord. And after that, I will be a woman of prayer. From today, I'm going to be a young man of prayer. I'm going to be a young woman of prayer. My life will be a life of prayer. And after that, and after that, I'm going to build stamina. Say, I'm going to build stamina. I'm going to go through the process. I'm going to go through the process. I'm going to go through the process. No matter what, I will go through the process. Because I know, because I know the excellence of God is waiting for me because I know the promotion of God is right before me. Give the Lord a shout. Ah, give the Lord a shout. Give him a shout. Give him a shout. Give him a shout. Celebrate the goodness of the Lord. He is God. Ah. 
I don't know about you, but I, I, I don't know. Something is happening to me. Also, for God bless you for this encouraging words. What do we say to Osofo? God bless you. It's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. I didn't know today you move on. Hey. Let's put our hands together. Let's put our hands together. Mm. So dear. Uh, I, I believe God has spoken to us. And we're going to go out there and do what God wants us to do. Hallelujah. Would you please take your 